Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast, where today we're talking about that forgotten word, rest. Has your boss ever said to you, hey, slow down, you're working too hard? No, I don't, I don't think mine has in my many years of work. You know, we all try to work hard. It's, it's a wonderful virtue. The American dream is, you know, you work hard and you do what? You move ahead in life. Um, we often tease uh, my wife and my mother-in-law. My wife calls my mother-in-law every morning, and so at dinner I always say, what's, what's going on with, with Shirley today? And my wife will inevitably say, well, I asked her what she was going to do today, and she said the same thing. I'm going to do today what I didn't get done yesterday. Um, so it must mean she's resting. That's a good thing. You know, so many people talk about their lives being busy and that life gets busier and busier. You know, we hear people say, I am busy, or, oh, I'm so sorry, I I didn't get that done. I was busy, or I will be busy. Years ago, when I was in middle school, my aunt took me and my um, cousin on vacation, her son, and we went with her mother, Nora, and Nora was British. She spoke with a beautiful British accent, and my aunt was kind of telling her, you know, she should do this, and she should do that, bossing her around a little bit. And finally, Nora said in her beautiful British accent, I'm on me holiday. And when I'm on me holiday, I do as I please. And we always got a kick out of that. She said, I'm on holiday. I'm, I'm doing what I want. I want to rest. Um, there was a funny story I read this week. A little boy came home from school. And he said, Mom, my elementary school teacher said, I'm going to be in the school play. And she was very proud of her son. And she says, what is your role? And he said, oh, I'm going to be a husband. And the mother looked very displeased, and she pointed her finger, and she said, you go back and tell your teacher that you want a speaking role. (laughs) I guess in that home, in that marriage, he, he didn't have much to say. You know, when we look at the Old Testament, the Hebrew Bible, we look at the book of Genesis when we're talking about rest. And in Genesis chapter 2, we read these words. When, when God was forming the earth, he said these things. He says, thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. And by the seventh day, God had finished the work that he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all of his work. I love the beautiful story of creation, that God took time to create a beautiful world for us to live in. Many years later, Jesus spoke of rest too. In the Gospel of Matthew, he spoke to his disciples and the people he was preaching to, and he said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Isn't it amazing that many years ago, even Jesus was saying, we need rest. We need times of refreshment. Um, I always think of the old school when people talked about the Sabbath day and what it, what it me- means to rest. You know, many Many denominations, many faith groups have a particular day of resting. Our, our Jewish brothers and sisters, they have, some have a very strict Sabbath day where they don't walk and they, 
They, they do minimal things and have a true day of rest. Some denominations celebrate a Sabbath day on Saturday as opposed to going to church on Sunday. There's many different views and many different thoughts. But the important thing is that we take time to rest. The old school Sabbath was no one's supposed to do anything on Sunday. You're not supposed to go shopping. It's just a day of Bible study and rest and, and church and worship. But I always thought it was funny that everyone wanted to come home and have a big, elaborate meal. Well, someone had to work and cook that, so it wasn't, it wasn't a day of rest for those in the kitchen. Jesus said, my father has been working until now, and I have been working. You know, we are encouraged to be productive and to work and to get things done. And I think we feel better when we are productive in life. What do I mean about productivity? Well, it's different for all of us. Some people go to an office or a place of worship every day. Other people have different types of work. There's many people in my congregation who are retired and they say, I don't know how I had time to work. I'm, I'm so busy now doing so many, so many good things. You know, God has created everything very thoughtfully and meticulously. When we Look at how he created the world. On day one, he created the heavens and the earth. Day two, the sky and the oceans. Day three, dry land, grass, and trees. On the fourth day, it was stars and the sun and the moon. On the fifth day, animals and fowl. And then the sixth day, all living creatures. But then on the seventh day, God ceased and he recovered. There was a purpose and a plan in all that he did. How about your work and your life's work? Is there a purpose and a plan? Are you meticulously doing those things you feel God has called you to do? But then, are you also taking time to take care of your body, your mind, and your spirit? A great gift that God has given all of us. It's so important to rest. You know, there's no obligation or law about the Sabbath. Um, in Exodus, we read that God rested and was refreshed, and it was set as really an example for us to follow. And God sanctified the seventh day because it was a gift to humankind for rest and replenishment. But can we kind of reframe the idea of a Sabbath day and taking some rest? What perhaps do you need to rest from in your life? Um, several weeks ago, we had a three-day holiday here. We had Memorial Day weekend, and I love to watch the news, but I decided that there was so much negativity going on in the news, I would take a three-day break from it, and it really helped me to clear my mind. You know, sometimes we take a break from toxic relationships. Are there people in your life who, for whatever reason, you feel like they're dragging you down? They might be a negative influence on your life. It's okay to, to take a rest from those type of relationships. How about avoiding rude people? How about our own self, our, our guilt and our shame? Have you ever looked back in your life and said, oh, why did I do that? I was so young and so foolish, or I wish I hadn't said that or done that. A lot of times our own thoughts are what really are driving us crazy. Can, can we take a rest from the guilt and the shame and our own negativity? Rest may not be a full day as a true Sabbath. It may be purposeful moments of time. Have you ever poured yourself maybe a hot cup of coffee or hot tea or a refreshing drink on a warm day and just sat and relaxed and not watch TV, not look at a device, but just to sit 
and to stare and to contemplate and just to rest your mind and your body. That's the type of rest we're talking about. God did not rest as one who was weary, but he rested as one who was very pleased. So when we rest and when we contemplate, we count our blessings and we have that pleasure, that gratitude in our heart. I want you to be pleased in your rest. Let us look more into the Hebrew Sabbath. You know, they had two significances. Namely, it was a day for sacred worship, but also a day of rest. Both of those combined. When I was doing my internship at Emory University Hospital here in the Atlanta area, um, the hospital was very close to a large Jewish population, and I would see on the night of the Sabbath people walking to church, our Jewish brothers and sisters. They kept a very strict Sabbath. But Jesus spoke about breaking the law, because during that time, those who broke the law during Jesus' day were punished for breaking that Sabbath. It was very strict and required. But Jesus broke the Sabbath because he emphasized the importance of humanity. He was talking about grace more than following a rigid law. So in our lives, can we give ourselves some grace that every law doesn't have to be followed, but we, we can be realistic in our Sabbath. He said we can do the creative and profitable works, useful and beneficial works on our Sabbath. He declared that Sabbath was made for men and women and not for the Sabbath. So we have to be practical about it. So Jesus emphasized that day must be used for building people. Can we start that building with ourselves, of taking care of ourselves, no matter how we best can do that? I'd like to talk to us about rest in five different ways. First of all, there's a physical rest. A very passive way of physical rest is resting and napping and sleeping and taking care of our tired bodies. But then there's an active type of rest, too, to take care of ourselves physically. Um, It might be stretching. It might be going for a walk in nature. It may be doing some deep breathing to take care of ourselves, to relax ourselves physically. How about a second type of rest, an emotional rest? Sometimes authentically expressing your feelings to a friend or loved one is a way of taking care of yourself emotionally. Have you ever thought about that? Authentically expressing your feelings, sitting and processing your emotions. A lot of us have feelings of anger or sadness, but we may not know where that's coming from to sit and examine, to find out where those feelings are coming from. Many people use art as an expression of uh, getting their emotions outside of themselves. I love journaling and writing, a way of, uh, of taking some of your thoughts and feelings and processing them. How about a third type of rest, a social rest? You know, some people are very extroverted and, and thrive on being around other people. But there's quite a few people that are introverted, too, that being in social settings, sometimes we have to pull back and because it can be very draining for, for those folks. But the idea is that we have meaningful relationships and meaningful interactions with people. Um, a direct type of social interaction is maybe having lunch with a friend. Um, but there's also indirect ways, maybe just going for a walk and waving at a friend or a neighbor and just saying a, a quick greeting. It's a way of connecting with other people. But also social rest can mean pulling back and isolating yourself too and having some solitude. That's a good type of social rest too and needed. The fourth type of rest is a spiritual rest. 
When we pull ourselves aside from a busy world, a busy day, we pray, we meditate, we read God's word, we might read some inspiring uh, devotional material. Um, We engage in activities that really kind of feed our spirit, whatever that might be. It might be going to a Bible study. It might be spending time in nature where you go for a walk and enjoy the outdoors and you enjoy that day and you enjoy that moment and it feeds your spirit. Make sure you take time for spiritual rest. And then finally, there's intellectual rest. Uh, Taking some break from the hard work that you're doing. Every two hours, if you're working on a project, take some time for yourself. Take a little intellectual rest. And then when you're worried about getting things done, make a task list, make a to-do list, write down the things you need to do so you can go about getting some rest and know you can always come back to your to-do list. My prayer for you is that you take care of yourself. You, You take a Sabbath, you take some rest, because during times of rest, we effectively support our overall well-being. God calls us to take care of ourselves, to get some rest. My prayer for you is that you love and care for yourself so you better can love and care for those in your life. Thank you, and God bless you.